0: Welcome back to Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington here on Fox Sports 96.9 FM, 1340 AM, and your streaming platforms like iTunes and Spotify. Coming up on episode 40, that's right, we hit the big 4 0. We get the show started off with Kelsey Nelson, host of Listen In with KNN, talking about the most influential athletes to ever come through sports male, female, all sports, basketball, tennis, track. It doesn't matter. We're getting into the top most impactful athletes of all time then we've got mj mcfarland the former nfl player now realtor working with moreland properties talking about how he found his purpose in life through his football career in our positive vibes only segment this week from atlanta we've got lucci vibes a mogul in the making he's a producer artist He's the CEO of Grade A Entertainment. He's joining the show this week to talk about his work in music and in the community. And not only is he joining our Positive Vibes Only segment, but he's also bringing his songs to the show this week. We've got two of his songs, Curb and Ride the Wave, This week on Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. So I hope you guys are excited for episode 40 just as much as I am. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show here on Fox Sports 96.9 FM, 1340 AM, and your streaming platforms like iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify.
1: It's time to go beyond the headlines Cause I don't put in overtime just so I can headline Okay, now it's Fox Sports, I'm live with Renee Going hard every day, sports rapping every play Different segments for your favorites Coming at you daily, with positive vibes Yeah, we some game changers Basketball, football, soccer With different interviews, you never know who may pop up Listen, only on Beyond the Headlines This is Beyond the Headlines Only on Beyond the Headlines This is Beyond the Headlines Beyond the this is Beyond the with Renee
0: Washington. Thank you all for tuning in to Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. Joining us next to get into all sports talk, we've got Fox Sports reporter Kelsey Nelson from D.C., my good colleague and friend, joining us on the show. Kelsey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Always a true pleasure. Always fun to have you here. And I'm excited because this week we're going to get into a unique topic um, and talking about athletes that have made a big impact on sports as a whole. So, of Mm -hmm. course, there's always athletes like Jackie Robinson's one that off the bat comes to mind um, because of what he did for not only black baseball players, but black athletes as a whole. We're going to get into some more of that with different athletes, in your opinion, that you feel like their career, their success, things like that have helped to change sports. But before we even do that, I have to ask, as I've been asking everybody, what is normal with COVID-19? Oh, my gosh, the new normal means I am
2: staying in my downtown apartment (laughs) and working nonstop. I just feel like I have lost track of like, like I went to bed last night at like three in the morning because I feel like because you're home, you just keep working and working and working. And before you know it, you're supposed to be sleeping. So a lot more computer time. For those that know me, I'm rocking my glasses a lot more these days. Some people didn't even know I had those, but I'm using them because I'm staring at the screen so much. Um, And lots more TV. I am finally feel like I'm like in the know. I'm finally about to start power. And catch up. Finally, on that. <laughs> took you long enough. Oh, <laughs> Those things my. that I never had time to do, I'm doing.
0: <laughs> like 10 years later. Wow, Better show's to over. A. <laughs> the show is over. <laughs> I <know.
2: laughs> I'm just tired of being left out these meme conversations and stuff, and why I'm supposed to hate this person, so I'm oh, catching
0: yeah. up. Tariq <laughs> on my hate list. Um, look, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. It's a good time to binge watch shows. A Power is an interesting one to binge watch and You definitely have seen a lot of spoilers, but better late than never, I guess. I will say, I agree. It's like the the days all overlap, and it's Mm -hmm. insane because it just feels like like yesterday. I was well, as of the day we're recording this on a Monday. I was having a conversation with someone, and I was like, "Oh yeah, remember on this? It just happened on Monday." And they're like, "Today is Monday." I'm like, (laughs) "See, (laughs) (laughs) they just blur together. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's April. Wow, who knew?" Yeah, I, it's literally, if, if it wasn't for the sun rising and setting, I wouldn't even know what's t- if it's day or night. Every time I look up, I swear it's midnight. Like, yeah. it's literally just always midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Six o'clock, midnight. It's like time just skips forward in hours. So it's I crazy. feel that personally. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Yes, let's do it. So, who is your first athlete that you feel like has changed the game, changed sports in some way with his or her career?
2: You know, I feel like when I hear this question, I always think of like more the modern era Mm -hmm. and then the former era. Because I feel like when we're talking about globally and internationally, like I think you think of your Muhammad Ali's, your Jim Brown's. Mm -hmm. But I think to give credit to athletes like now, of course, you have your Colin Kaepernick. But I really think Steph Curry needs to be um, in that conversation because he's an athlete that's not been scared to speak up and speak out. And then, of course, he also gets the job done on the basketball court and has really changed the game. So I feel like it's kind of—I know I, answer, I gave you more than one answer, and I so don't hate no. me for that. But I look at it like through those lenses because I think you know we all know the grades, and you said you said one. I mean, you just have so many. You have your Thela Gibson. Like I mean, there's so many you could say for the past era. But currently, I feel like mm-hmm. those athletes don't get enough credit for what they've done. I think now we're kind of seeing athletes and activism really. It now goes hand in hand now, and now we're expecting our athletes, you know, to do more than just sports, right? That's why the hashtag "more than an athlete" is trending, because uh, you have to do more than just play your game. We expect them to be role models. I think first and foremost now, and they're like in a new era, so their publicists have a lot harder jobs.
0: You know, what? it's a great point that you make there because I think a big reason behind that, and I know I mentioned Jackie Robinson, you mentioned Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. I think the difference is because. The, the, the work that they're doing in society isn't as clean, clean cut as helping to integrate sports. We mm-hmm. take away from what they are doing, you know? Right. And so like when you talk about being the first black baseball player in the MLB versus something like what Colin Kaepernick did, taking a knee or what Steph Curry has done for sports as someone that has changed the game of basketball, we look at, you know, how someone has impacted the game as maybe less now because of the fact that to most people, they feel like, well, racism's dead, sexism's dead. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no discrimination. We all get along now. We're all on the the same level playing field. And that's obviously, you know, we're both black women. We can tell anyone as a minority, Mm -hmm. double minority, that is not the case. So it's not as as black and white as it used to be. So the work that they're doing might be getting overlooked because of that. So I think Steph Curry is a great start. And I honestly even think him and the Curry family as a whole, mm-hmm. I'm going to take it a step further beyond what stuff has done from the game of basketball to make it more of a shooting game, to make it more of a, you know, a game where it's, there's no longer positions. You need to be able to shoot regardless if you're the one or the five. Right. Um, look at what his family has done as a sports family. Mm-hmm. The Currys are like, I'm going to put them in the category, honestly, with like, okay, not the Kardashians because they actually have talent. Please well, yeah <laughs> please but <no>. like <laughs> <laughs> but they're in that type of category where people love the entire family like his right. kids are adorable his wife she's got her cooking show and everything like that going on his brother his sister like his parents obviously everybody everybody, yep. everybody. and, yep. and- Yeah, And I think
2: it's refreshing to see. And I think that's why. And that's why I feel like when you hear that question, it always depends on the era. Because I think what you said was tremendous. And here in D.C., we're all mourning the loss of Bobby Mitchell, who, of course, Mm -hmm. was the player that helped to integrate the Washington Redskins. And I just talked about this on the show, but he, D.C. is so sad because people don't understand. I mean, the Redskins were the last team to get an African-American player in the entire NFL. And the reason why there's so many Dallas fans here in D.C. and so many other team fans is because if you were Black, for a long time, you weren't going to root for the Washington Redskins because it was an organization that did not want players like you, right? And the only reason they got Bobby was because they needed to get a facility to play in. And I think of people like Bobby Mitchell, what he did for Washington Redskins and why, you know, he's been set up. And now I think The torch has been passed, and we do have the Currys of the league. We have, I think, the LeBron Jameses of the world, right? Who I think we've seen LeBron go from an athlete (laughs) who at first, like, couldn't talk on a lot of different subjects. And really, I think when he first started as a high school player, was really thinking of himself as just an athlete. Now we've seen him grow into a man who does not only ball on the basketball court, but also has his voice and his opinions, um, and is not afraid to speak up and speak out. And really, I mean, when LeBron speaks, we're all listening. And I think, you know, he's really grown into that concept of himself and become more comfortable in himself uh, and truly being that. And again, I'm not comparing them to the greats. Like you said, they're not the they're not the Muhammad Ali's of the world. I'm not saying that at all. But I think the activism now looks just much different than it did back then, because they're not overcoming the same obstacles that they did, even though, like you said, those pertinent issues still exist, such as sexism and racism and just so much more. We just see them differently now. Exactly,
0: exactly. And that's the thing. The social activism has changed, but it's still, this, it's still a, a similar fight. We're still always fighting for equality. We're always fighting to be heard. We're always fighting for athletes to be seen as more than an athlete and someone that can weigh in on any aspect of society. So it is, it is still always evolving and we're far from done. So I could not agree more in the fact that players like Steph Curry um, and LeBron James, of course, you mentioned shout out to the GOAT. Um, (laughs) (laughs) that they have been you know in their own way changing the game all right and definitely definitely gotta say rest in peace to Bobby Mitchell so who else do you have that has changed the game there have been so many people and it's this is not a discussion on just talent because talent Mm -hmm. you can change the game as a talented athlete versus changing the game as being having a voice being outspoken being someone that's heavily involved an advocate so there's many ways to do that so for right. anyone listening, we're just going to put that disclaimer out there. <laughs> right. I mean,
2: you have to, you have to, it's not a goat like,
0: conversation, <laughs> right?
2: Like don't, don't come in our mentions. All right. Like make yes. sure you're paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> to the conversation and I think so we're gonna go back old school I mean I think we have go to have a it. woman in this conversation right because I mean we're both women and we have to talk about them I think Jackie Joyner-Kersey is also one that when you just think about what mm. she did um and just what she did for the sport right of, of track and field I mean just magnificent and even if you look into her especially as she had gotten older you saw a lot of the work that she had done I mean you think about Cheryl Miller right, and what she did for basketball, yes. uh, and really basketball, WNBA, we could go through a lot of different uh, players that have transformed, and I think the WNBA now, I think I'm thinking Maya Moore, Renee, Maya Moore, I mean, of course, a tr- tremendous basketball athlete, but now to go into social activism, Oof, and yes. actually pause her basketball career to go do that, educate herself and is now helping uh, those who are wrongfully convicted get out of prison and jail. And you think about our industrial, our prison industrial system right now and how disproportionate it is um, and how many there are wrongfully convicted. The work like that is needed now more than ever. So again, I I go back to your Jackie Joyner-Curseys, but then I think about Maya Moore. And again, we talk about progress and transition and how they, you know, both fought different fights in both their different parts of life um, as, as athletes
0: yeah yeah i don't think Maya Moore is getting enough credit for the fact that not she decided all to skip another season to focus mm-hmm. on helping with the the injustice in, in our criminal justice system that is unjust mm-hmm. <laughs> right um, it's true and, and it's an, it's not to bring up another kardashian reference because that's two and i, I don't think i've ever meant referenced them on my show at all but <laughs> kardashians doing the same thing which is incredible is. yet you see the difference that we haven't really heard much about what Maya Moore is doing and I know Maya Moore is a little bit maybe behind in in the work that she's doing she's just getting started it's it's you know still in the beginning stages so to speak but a shout out to her because she is still in the prime of her career this is not her you know being later in her career retiring and being done I mean she's 30 years old she's Mm -hmm. deciding to put her career on pause she's putting herself aside to do this so absolutely absolutely without a doubt have to go mentioning her because she is I think someone that maybe not enough people are even talking about yet that needs to get more she's not doing it for recognition but you have to right. recognize the greatness and the selflessness and what she's doing and yep. yeah. Jackie Joyner-Kersey that's I was not even thinking track I honestly thought <laughs> you were gonna say and I don't want to I don't want to say names so I'm not trying to like um Influence your picks or anything? Yeah, I thought you were gonna say someone else when you said a female athlete. You thought Serena? I did, absolutely. <laughs> Serena um, was
2: next for so me. There we remind. go. I knew we we're on the same page.
0: <laughs> go ahead. I was thinking but Serena. I'm gonna <laughs> let you go with Serena in a minute. But Jack <laughs> yeah and Percy When you, I think the other thing we have to keep in mind when you talk about making an impact is if you can be impactful in a sport that's not a major sport. So we look at athletes, of course, basketball, football being two of the, mo- the more major sports across the world that people tend to pay attention to more. So now if you can get someone's attention as a track runner, I mean, she was an Olympic gold medalist in her career and it was incredible, but to be someone that's in a quote unquote, smaller sport that's still ruffling feathers and getting people having conversations and, and getting the, you know, people to be able to talk about these issues that in itself is impactful that's that's. exactly exactly which I I think is a great transition to your next
2: person (laughs) okay this is this I'm gonna stick with the women and I think I'm gonna go more recent now and I I think this is when we talk about global sports and the impact and I think she's gained a lot of momentum in the past couple of years and this I'm going to your sport right now I'm going to soccer Megan I had to go to Megan I think what she has done has just been truly tremendous and I think she's just now getting credit for but I still remember when she took that knee and to do it in a sport like soccer with that audience I mean that was a huge step and she continues to speak out on inequality I mean she's called some of the top leaders out and bringing justice I think too uh to the LGBTQ community especially Mm -hmm. which is an issue that I think too often is far underlooked. I don't think Megan gets her fair share credit but I think you have to put her up in there and being a tremendous beast athlete on the field and then off of it and continuing just her fight, um, you know, to get equality.
0: Yes. And you know what? Okay. I, I actually, again, was, I was thinking of her, but I didn't know if you were going to say her, with Meg <laughs> but, you know, um, but again, here's someone, she, she won the golden boot and the golden ball, which is the, one of the highest accomplishments yep. in soccer. She's a world cup champion tw- twice, you know, the, she's, she's a top soccer player. This is not someone that is, um, I don't know, someone that's, that's, how do I say this? She's edgy. She's, mm-hmm. she's someone that breaks across all aspects of life because she is a lesbian and, and we know that her and her wife Sue Bird are openly, yep. you know, a, a power couple. But mm-hmm. for that reason alone, taking her talents aside, I think you have to even look at her work that she does in the LGBT community, as you mentioned, because she does bring awareness. She does bring the, the conversation that like they are a power couple. And she's someone that is unashamed to be herself. Like she's unapologetically herself. And that carries into her discussions and and into politics, into demanding higher salary, into demanding a change in women's soccer and women's sports as a whole. So you look at the influence she's had and there's no way you can can take away the, the that she, without a doubt, had a hand in the success of like the WNBA, for instance, and in their CBA that was announced. Mm-hmm, you know correct. the way that we're seeing female sports changing. So yes, she's a talent on the field, and I think that also makes it even more um, impactful because obviously she's one of the best women soccer players. You know, as of in in this not only in this era but ever, and mm-hmm. to have her be a top soccer player and not afraid to speak out and a white female lesbian. She's yes. hitting so many demographics, and that's something I always talk about with people. In order to, for any type of social injustice to be successful, in my opinion, you have to have diversity of the people that are speaking out. It can't just be a Colin Kaepernick. It needs to be right. um, a Tom Brady or someone else right. that's, a, that's white or that's, right. that's in that the, that area that's being, um, that's the majority. And she's yeah. not a majority in, in terms of her sexual orientation and the fact that she's a lesbian, but she's a white woman. So- right. I, I love, love, love the fact that she is open to speaking up about herself. And I think her yeah. and Serena Williams, and I don't even know if you're gonna get into Serena, but I'm gonna just mention her. Yes, Serena two, definitely being in two sports that are overlooked in soccer and tennis, mm-hmm. female athletes, strong female athletes, physically and mentally you know, and in the work they do and mentally and emotionally and all those aspects, um, to just be able to bring so much attention and awareness. Woo, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, like I said, I
0: mean, Serena, just even what recently
2: she did, you know, there were so many questions about her having the baby and should she have the baby. Yes. Which, I don't know why people were getting into that. It was none of their business. And then coming back and just proving you can be a mother and you can still be a world-class top athlete. And then even how she handled the loss, right? And the, really the loss that, mm-hmm. I mean, just with pure class. Um, an edge and even what she's had to go through at the black woman in tennis and the racism that she's had to face even more recently right with these cartoons making her just I mean it's it's incredible like her her journey to get where she is and she's truly opened up the door and that's why now we see so many great young African-American female tennis players and who the who do they all say they look up to mm-hmm. Serena Williams the Williams yeah. sisters really right can't forget Venus um but just tremendous 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 athletes and then I think I'll give it back some love back to the men, Renee. Okay, I wait, before Karina you go forward, oh,
0: never mind. I, have, I have to quickly mention because <laughs> yeah. you, um, I think what, what we've been seeing with a trend, we saw it with Steph Curry as we were talking mm-hmm. about him and how his influence is beyond just his talent, but his family and everything. We talked yeah. about it with Jackie Joyner-Kersey being a track star, Maya mm-hmm. Moore putting her career on pause, Megan Rapinoe being an LGBTQ uh, and a white female. But with Serena Williams, as you touch on, here she is, her and her sister, Venus, of course. Yeah. Not only, like, they took their career, they've always been the best in tennis. Mm-hmm. But they, they, yep. took, they turned a corner because now you are two black top female athletes speaking out, Serena being married to a white man. I hate, everything always comes back to race. But unfortunately, yeah. let's be honest, it does. It does. Yeah. So I think yeah. even her being married to a white man and being so open about her her family, having a child, getting back into tennis so quickly, Still yeah. being successful when a lot of people counted her out. All these yeah. other aspects aside from just her talent make mm-hmm. her an impact. Actually. Correct, correct. <laughs> and especially
2: like you said, I mean, when you become of black women and you look at the numbers and stats, black women are the least likely to marry outside of their race, exactly. right? This is a fact and you can just look at it across the board. And so for Serena to do that, especially after dating high profile black men and getting mm-hmm. some of the criticism that she got Marrying this man, right? Having a baby with this man. I think she showed like love is love, love, and it'll be all damn and more. I am still me, and I still have my black woman identity um, with that. And I think that's why she's just again a tremendous role model, showing that girls and, and women and everybody can truly do whatever they need to do. And i Serena. The thing is, Renee, her story's not done yet. I it's mean, not. she's going to continue to write it. So she's just getting greater and, greater and greater and greater and greater. And that's why I think we just love. Love, love to see her. And then I was gonna go, Renee, go to Abdul Jabbar, because we love basketball. And what yes. Abdul Jabbar did for the game of basketball, I mean, the numbers speak for itself. Then also outside of it, again, somebody that was not afraid to speak up and speak out. And if you notice so many athletes, say he's one of their role models. He's who they look up to. And crazy enough, Renee, I still don't think he gets the credit that he deserves for all that he did for the game and outside of the game and beyond. I think he has to be on this list that we're talking about.
0: Yeah, I think, okay, first of all, the fact that he's one that really, when you think of, like, a dominant basketball player rocking the, the rec specs and everything, you think of Kareem. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, also, in, in the course of his 20, 20 years in the league and the work, the, as you talk about, the fact that he doesn't fully get the credit that he should. Which is I, I know Six-time MVP. Yeah, and I know for a fact <laughs> when we have conversations about the GOAT. You know we don't we don't talk about Kareem enough. You know we'll talk about Bill Russell mm-hmm. and his, his rings being that he's, you know, Bill Russell. Um, and then we talk about Wilt Chamberlain because Wilt Chamberlain was one of the the oldest, earliest ath- basketball players to ever score 100 points in a game. You know, all this set in the third. Of course, we talk about MJ, right. we talk about Kareem, right. but we do not talk about. Right kareem enough we don't and he is a, he's a He, of mm-hmm. course is one of the best players to ever come through the nba and it's a shame that we we don't have enough respect for him but the hard part is i know we're not talking about talent we're talking about impact um i don't know i, I just feel like he was also a quieter personality and I, I could be wrong but i feel like a big part of it is a obviously there was no social media when he was playing so he wasn't a, a presence in that aspect but You know, he just wasn't someone that was, um, like, I think about players that have come Mm -hmm. through that have, like, a signature thing. Like, Takemé Mutombo did, like, the finger wag, the not in my house. Like, you know, you look at, like, different players and what they've been able to do to really, like, leave some sort of signature motto, attitude, saying, Mm -hmm. whatever, sneakers, whatever. Um, Yeah. And Kareem, he didn't have that. So I feel like his legacy almost gets overlooked because of it. But he, without a doubt, is one of the GOATs. And he definitely, definitely for his 20 years in the league and and all the accomplishments he had has to be someone that you have to mention. Put the Lakers on the map. I mean, he's one one of the best Lakers.
2: And it's crazy. You would think that anybody with the Lakers would be, you know, automatically
0: in that conversation.
2: And I guess because, I mean, we have seen so many great basketball greats come through the NBA. There's still no reason to forget him and his greatness. But like you said, I feel like I don't hear his name enough. And I don't know if it's, if it's people that need to just get educated or what. But again, look at what he's done. I mean, even now he continues. I know he just donated, I think it was like 900 um, masks for doctors at UCLA. Mm-hmm. So even now in his old age, right, he's still continuing to make an impact um, off the court. And again, I mean, just what he did on the basketball court is unmatched and
0: unparalleled. He donated safety goggles. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the man like is still really doing it. He made them cool. He made the, and even he like, that's that. I mean, I guess that is his signature now that I think about it um but
2: <laughs> you got to you got to got to got to got to give it to him so I yes. think it's just it's tremendous and it's it's so funny because you know earlier we had talked about Jackie Joyner-Cursey and I feel like Renee if I don't say this other name on your list and I am going to get um some flack. but Wilma Rudolph mm-hmm. and I feel like that's a name that we're, we're going we're going back yes <laughs> you said it all time but I think she's also a name that unfortunately Um, gets forgotten and also when you think about um, Wilma Rudolph Tennessee State right so now we're talking about HBCUs and their importance um, in sports history and helping to put them on the map um, and what she did and again I think as a black female I mean it was tremendous. You think about her three gold medals at the 1960 Olympics, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think about, mm-hmm. um, and especially at that time. I mean, I think just another name that you could put on that list. And again, I'm going to be even right now. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. I'm going to kind of bounce out the man and woman.
0: Yes, because yeah, because I think they're, they're on both sides. <laughs> sides. She overcame. I mean, she had a number of health disabilities that she overcame. You know, being I, I always have a higher respect for any athlete that was competing. You talk about in the 50s, 60s, 70s, in that time where I know mm-hmm. that we're still dealing with a lot of social injustice at this time, but it was even worse back then when you think about being a black athlete. So you have to, you have to give her extra credit for, for the work that she was able to do. And I know she's someone that again, her, her impact translates beyond track and in the influence yep. that she's had. Yep. All right. Who, who's your, who's your last two? I think my last
2: right. one. Ooh. Okay. Last two. Okay. My second to last. Can I go Bo Jackson? Did we talk about Jackson? We did we not talk Bo about Bo. <laughs> I have to talk about um I feel like I'm having a really good list I need to I'm giving my own self uh, yeah, you're props <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I'm impressed
2: but you think about I mean the the sports sports with an S, right that he was able um to excel in right because you think about his football career and you think about him as a baseball player I mean and he kind of I you mean we all kind of watch at Deion Sanders' uh, 30 for 30 documentary. I love that. And you think about that. But remember, before that, there was Bo Jackson. And I think he was the one that kind of showed, you know, hey, I can do this. Anybody can do this. But you have to put the work to it. And I think, I mean, pretty much, I feel like every professional athlete, if you do an interview with them, especially in the NFL, Bo Jackson is up there. I mean, the the tape speaks uh, for itself. And if you, I mean, just think, you just think what might have happened without the injuries that he had gotten it's still crazy to think about the numbers Mm -hmm. that he would have put up. So I think you do have to put Bo Jackson up there. I think both of us would get a lot of bad mentions in our
0: list uh, and our mentions if we didn't mention him. (laughs) (laughs) To be a a multi-sport athlete and be an all-star in both, you have to mention that because that is something we do. We have seen, as you talk about with Deion Sanders, other athletes that have played football and baseball, of course, MJ played baseball and basketball. You know, there have been other athletes that have done it, but he, excelled in both and was one of the first to do it so he kind of like mm-hmm. set the stage all right who's your last one that's a good one that's a really good one. last one I'm going home
2: last one Renee because you know I'm a DMV girl I as much as I do love um, but I have to go Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps oh, and I. Okay. I stay Look, I changed it up a little bit. You probably did. for you. I was waiting for LeBron. <laughs> but I had to give the hometown love. I love LeBron. Um, <laughs> but I think Michael Phelps does have to go up there, and I think one because he really got us on to. I don't care what anybody says. Not many of you guys were always sitting by your TVs waiting I, to watch swimming no. any of the Olympic events before Michael Phelps, and I think he got us on it. And I think he really brought a pride back to the country. It and then now you have you know Katie Ledecky and people like that, but Michael Phelps was I think really that one to do it. I mean, and he really changed the whole game. Um, and then even Althea, I mean, he, he doesn't he doesn't talk about it as much. But you look at about especially in Maryland, he does a lot of charity work um, and giving back, especially to the Baltimore area community. And if you're from Maryland, you know we have to continue to pour
0: resources into our youth
2: there but if I, if I had one more renee lebron would be
0: there <laughs> <laughs> very I give promise. me a pity an honorable mention for lebron that's, that's cute <laughs> i appreciate that no i'm just kidding we i mean look i'm this is not the lebron show so i just had but i had to. i always have to get in my lebron jabs no michael phelps is a really good one because he honestly put swimming into a whole different category <laughs> he made it exciting As you talk yep. about the olympics everybody was locked into the olympics watching michael phelps everybody and then after that now we cared more about swimming. Now we cared more about those other sports besides just basketball in the Olympics. And, and he really, it's a shame that he even dealt with, you know, issues with, with drugs and things like that. But that was what makes him human too. You know, right, when you, right. when you look at, and the we got and to he, see that
2: side of him. Yes. And then and he, he never shied away from talking about it.
0: Never. And I was going to say, and that's the biggest thing after that, he still recovered from that openly. will, will speak on it openly will has been out in commercials and things like that. And he hasn't been someone that let it define him. So, yeah, I, it's a great list, Kelsey. I'm a, Thank I'm you. When I was, I was thinking <laughs> of, like, cause, you know, we're trying to get creative with sports topics and with dealing with COVID-19, and <laughs> I was like, who can I talk about this with that's going to really bring a different perspective? And you did it. So yes. where can our listeners follow well, you to good. keep <laughs> up with all your sports coverage, listening with K&N and all that other stuff, yes. everything you've got going on?
2: Yes, everyone can check out my website kelseynicolenelson.com, and then on social media it's purely simple. The real K. Nelson, and on Facebook, Kelsey Nicole Nelson. Looking forward to connecting and talking sports as we uh, all have our
0: pity party while there are no sports. <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey Perfect. Yes, be sure to follow on social media. I look. COVID nineteen has been tough, but we are getting through, and. Yeah. As we showed, there's plenty of sports talk to still be had. We could have kept this yes. list on. This could be the whole show, a whole hour of just yeah. I was athletes. about to
2: give you Dominique Dawes. I was about to keep going.
0: <laughs> oh, shoot! Oh, shoot! We are. <laughs> I mean, look, the list goes on. I, I could think of a, a dozen athletes off the bat that we didn't even talk about, but that's the yeah, thing. we there. That's the beauty of it when you look at all sports, all races, all genders. There have been so many yep. people that have really helped to make an impact, not just in their talent, but everything. So look, we're going to have to have this conversation again. We'll do a part two. Yes, for sure. (laughs) For sure. Thanks so so much for having me. No problem. Thank you so much for joining us on Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. It's been a pleasure having you, Kelsey Nelson, my girl. I appreciate you taking time to be here on the show. Thanks so much. Bye. All right, everyone. I hope that you guys are enjoying this week's episode of Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. I just want to take this time to remind you that you can join me each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time for a conversation on my Instagram at Renee P. Washington. I'm going live every week for a chance to talk about the show, get into what's going on in sports, around the world, around the coronavirus, just any single topic that you want to get into We can chat about it. And as always, you can join the conversation. That's right. Request to join me live. Hopefully I can see you and hear you. So make sure you're prepared. You can always ask questions, give feedback and comments. Let's chat. Wednesday, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time on my Instagram at Renee P. Washington as we take the show live for Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington to Instagram. I'll see you guys there. What's up, everyone? Renee Washington here. And thank you so much for being tuned in to Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington right here on Fox Sports 96.9 FM, 1340 AM, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button and be sure to follow the show every Wednesday for a new episode starting at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Back to the show. Joining us on Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington, we've got MJ McFarland, a former NFL player and realtor with Moreland Properties. MJ, welcome to the show.
3: Thanks for having me. Appreciate you.
0: We've got MJ on the show, the real MJ.
2: (laughs) Something like that.
0: (laughs) I have to ask before we even get into discussing your career and your journey. What is your new normal around COVID-19? I've been asking everybody that joins the show, you know, with it affecting all of our daily lives, you know, what's your new normal like?
3: My new normal, man, I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, I'm kind of, you know, the biggest thing I don't want to do is have it be a distraction to my business because, you know, I feel like I got to remain, you know, pretty much level-headed throughout this because a lot of my clients are depending on me and using my insight especially when it comes to the market to you know to comfort them and have some type of uh you know some understanding of what's to come and what's currently happening
0: yeah that's the thing it's just so it's it's uncharted territory no one ever was Bert. has you know we've not we've never had something like this especially like you know, when you're you're talking about your career, sports, school, everything that's changed, it's oh, it's, it's incredibly confusing, It's a good way to put it. So, Definitely.
3: I think it has to do with the ability to yes. adapt, too. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, no, just the ability to adapt. I mean, like, you know, there's always going to be change. And it's really the ones that, you know, that can adapt the quickest are usually the ones that are end up okay. that can you know strive in that environment
0: yeah exactly and that's something I've been talking a lot of people about is just figuring out how to navigate through this time and like how do you make the most of this time where you things are slowed down things are different you know maybe like I know for myself you make a plan for the spring you know I know I had a whole schedule lined out for the next few months in terms of my you know games I was covering coaching trips and things like that and like all of that is just throw out the window. So now what, you know, that's that right. is very, very tough. And I know you work in, in real estate. So, you know, how has that really, how's all this really affected the real estate process in terms of, you know, being able to go out, you can't have open houses the same way you used to, you can't have people just come see right. properties. You know, it's, it's changed the way you're able to do your job in, in, in real estate.
3: why. Um, as far as now, uh, as of right now, um, everything's been virtual a lot of people have uh you know that were in the market you know looking for houses um kind of put everything on a halt you just want to see what happens and uh personally i was on i was on track to have my best year yet in real estate prior to covid and um so that kind of like made me feel uneasy a little bit but um no it is what it is the way i can compare it especially coming from football it's like. You know, you're training, you're working out, and then you get an injury.
0: You know, mm, that's a good comparison.
3: And then you're like, okay, well, you know, what now? What do you do now? You have a choice to either complain and, you know, feel sorry for yourself, or you can get creative and figure out another way to um, get back in the fight. And that's pretty much what I'm doing right now is uh strategizing a way to, you know, remain, uh, you know, relevant and, and a primary source for my clients. So, you know, when this thing is all over, they'll know that uh, you know MJ never, never altered, and he just stayed the course. And then, you know, and then I can trust that guy. That's my main goal.
0: Right. I love that. You know? I, I love that because that's something that even as you touch on being an athlete, really does prepare you for the unexpected because you're used to that, you know, you're used to training, you go through a whole preseason and then you get into the first week of, 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 you know, of play and you sprain an ankle or, or God forbid you do anything worse, you know, like injuries that happen, trades that happen, things, you know, you are used to all that because part of being an athlete is understanding that you can only control certain things. You know, there are, you can't right. control the uncontrollable, you know, you can only focus on yourself. So I'm definitely curious to hear how your football career from playing college football at the University of Texas to playing in the NFL with my Eagles, whoop, whoop, um, yep. the Jets, the Cowboys, uh, how how that experience really all prepared you, in my opinion, and, and you might differ from this, like to prepare you for your next chapter in life, which is now being in real estate and also educating others on their finances and properties and things like that.
3: Right. Um pro- From the beginning, it's kind of been a challenge all the way out. Just like many people have different hardships. um, My senior year, I didn't play football my senior year in college. I ended up losing my last year. Um, I had a concussion. It was pretty bad. And then I ended up taking a supplement that was banned by the NCAA. And I ended up getting suspended for the whole year just out of really ignorance on my part. Just that desperate desire to get out there and play with my teammates overcame, um, you know, the rules and I'm at fault for that and there's no one else to blame, but myself, but I really had to pay for that. And I was probably the lowest point of my life. And, but that was just a testament to who I was at that time. And, you know, how do you bounce back from things like that? So I just, you know, just put the work in and I was still able to get a shot at the, at the NFL. And, um, You know, and I was thankful for that. Thankful for that, and I was proud of myself because I could have just folded and, you know, and just, you know, moved on and just felt like, you know, it was me versus the world, and and that's not that's not the way it works. You follow the rules, or you get there's consequences. And I, and I, you know, and I dealt with that, and I think that's what it made me. Definitely made me a better person. And so, with that being said, it kind of like. Helped me prepare for the NFL, you know, as far as uh, the challenges of the NFL, staying around, staying on teams, injuries, trying to, you know, you staying with the teams completely out of your control. It's up to everybody else, but you, to be honest. And, uh, and the reality of that is you have to be okay with that. You know, all you can do is, you know, to be prepared, you know, and those challenges I faced in college actually prepared me. Um, for the NFL and what the, and then, and the nature of the NFL too.
0: Yeah. And that's something that, as you talk about, you know, nothing is guaranteed. I know we were talking earlier about how being an athlete prepares you for the unexpected, but your, your spot, your position, your role on a team is never guaranteed, especially once you get to, to the professional level. And of course in college, they can always, there are ways that your scholarship can get removed. You can get put off the team. As you talk about, Dealing with a concussion and injury, and then on top of that, dealing with an NCAA violation that kept you from playing your fourth year. You know, you just there's no way going into it that you're gonna know these things are gonna happen in the future. You know, and I'm curious to know when you were dealing with your concussion, and you talk about it being the lowest point of your life, in in your career. You know, what was really the support around you? A, with the concussion, then B, once you went from being, okay, I'm, I'm concussed, I'm trying to get back to playing, to now I violated NCAA rules and I'm not playing at all. You know, were you did you feel like you were just kind of left on your own? or did you feel like you had people, coaches, teammates that were, even though you were unable to play and you violated NCAA rule, were still supporting you and helping you out to figure out what's next? Because I do sometimes feel like in athletics, they only, when I was a, a soccer player, I felt, I, I saw, not even for myself, but it seems like your value is thrown out the window when you no longer can perform on the field. And sometimes people no longer will even care to, to check in, care to, to deal with you, because you're not able to help win games anymore.
3: Yeah, no, think mean, that's exactly how I felt. I just felt, you know, prior to that incident, you know, I was, you know, on the dean's list. I was an A-B student. Um. You know, I was a big Big 12 conference, you know, academic team. Like I was on the straight and narrow. My dad, my dad was military, so you know, I was used to doing the right thing. And you know, I came pretty much. I came from a lot of discipline in my family. And then to go to a place where you make a mistake, one mistake that definitely life changing. And then to feel alone during that process can really, you know, put an individual in a in a bad place. And that's where I was at. I was just like wow, this is the reality of it, you know? And, but I knew I was more than that, you know? I knew I had, I still had more to accomplish. And to be honest, it was just all motivation, you know? During that time, I don't think I was ever more focused on what I wanted to do in my life and how I wanted to do it. And um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I was able to, you know, put the work in and still get a shot at the NFL and that's all I ever wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, it could have been easier if I would have played my last year, but who knows, you know, I could have did, I could have got hurt playing, but, you know, all I can do is control what I can control and and I'm just, I'm just proud that I didn't give up on myself. Right. That's, that's really it. So, but yeah, it was, it was a, um, a lonely process. You know, once you're, you know, you're not an asset to the team anymore and you just uh and you come from a team environment when everything's about the team and when something happens to you you're just pushed to the side it can be it's very humbling you know and um depending on how you look at it it can be motivating as well too
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you talk about your military uh military background in your family i know you're from new york originally a new york native and your dad was in the military. So you dealt with a lot of um, growing up, having to relocate and moving from one city Mm -hmm. to the next. So you had the military and the sports background that played a factor into helping you to become who you are today, you know, and helping you to to figure life out. So I'm curious to know how that military and sports background, as you talk about, you know, of course, around your concussion and around being ineligible um, after violating an NCAA rule, but also getting into the NFL, how much that all played a factor, or has played a factor in your career from a as a football player, and even beyond that, now as a as a professional in another industry.
3: Right, and like I was saying from the beginning, it's all about the ability to adapt. When I was younger, I used to hate uh, moving. You know, by the time I got to a school, you know, and I met some some good friends, uh, by my as they call it the clique within your school and your friends and then all of a sudden it's time to move again. That was very, that um, was tough and I had to do that every three years just due to the, you know, the the protocol of the, the US military is just like, that's the way that you do things. And, and that's that. But at the time I really didn't understand, but now it's actually helped me be a well rounded person, you know, and then not get too disturbed by change because I've
0: been through change my whole life. Right. Exactly. And that's, that's exactly it because you're used to change in a sense, you know, or used to understanding the men, cause a lot of it's, it's mostly mental, you know, change and dealing with something that's unexpected in your life or going, um, not according to plan is about having the mentality to understand what happened and how you're going to work back to, to be, to be able to get to whatever level it is you're trying to get to, or or to get through it, I should say. So right. my final question for you is, when you were in the NFL, making that transition from being a football player to now working in finances, in real estate, also I see that you're, you're working to educate others with your partnership with strategic capital and the work that you do to help others take control of their finances. So it's not just about you, it's about helping other people as well. You know, what was Talk to us about that process of going through the transition of, okay, I need to start preparing for life after the NFL. I need to start preparing for, you know, my personal life, but also helping others in their personal goals, especially financially.
3: Right. Um, so I mean, I played in the NFL three years and that last year I was just trying to get on the team. And then that's when I started to realize like, okay, I need to have a plan in place when this is all said and done. Cause by the looks of it, you know, teams are not interested in me and that's the, and that's uh, just me being honest with myself and um so i was trying to think of something flexible what i can do that i can still play you know still train for the nfl waiting on that call but also prepare to for the next uh for the next uh chapter of my life and that's where real estate attracted me was something i can go i got my real estate license while i was still playing and so i always had that in my back pocket you know it was just something It was really a safety net for me just in case, you know, because I didn't, I just didn't want to sit around. That's just not, you know, that's just not me. And I was always wanting to have a plan. I always wanted to, you know, be prepared. And, you know, finance and real estate, you know, it was all, to me, it was kind of similar to sports because it's all about, you know, a problem. You have a problem, you're presented with a problem and you try to fix it the same way sports works you know you come up with a set of plays and somebody's trying to stop you and you try to get to the to the next level and I felt the same way about um real estate and it was something that I can create that I have that I can create my own structure and have my own schedule and then you know create or have that creativity be born within myself because as you know coming from sports it's a uh, do this do that do this and don't say anything about it you know i wanted to Mm -hmm. see what life was like on the other side and you know out who who i am as a person without sports and one thing i enjoy about real estate is that each deal each new person you meet is completely different than the other deal and your ability to adapt to that to that current situation is everything it can either save the deal or um or the deal can fall apart and it's really up to you and your ability to think on your feet um be presentable and you know just find a way to you know get to the finish line and that's what i really enjoy about real estate and helping people with uh, their real estate needs or financial needs because those are two important things Mm-hmm. you know, in our society and I, to, I pride myself in being a part of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's exact. that's why I wanted to have you on the show because when I was looking through your story and, and and knowing your background in sports and the military and your career as a whole, I think you are, you're an inspiration. So I thank you for joining the show, but I want you, before we, we sign off, where can our listeners follow you on th- On social media and everything to keep up with your work that you're doing in real estate, or even if they have questions financially, anything like that.
3: Um, My main source, well, social media-wise, is Instagram. I'm on there the most. It's uh, MJ underscore MC underscore, and you'll be able to find me. Please reach out. I love meeting new people. Um, Curious to know who you are and really how I can help. I just look forward to connecting with new people.
0: Perfect. Thank you, MJ, for joining the show. It's been a pleasure having you on Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington as we got the chance to hear about your story. And I wish you nothing but the best, especially during COVID-19. <laughs> All yeah, the best
3: likewise. You. I'm staying safe out there.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I hope you guys are enjoying Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington so far this week in our Positive Vibes Only segment and also bringing us his latest hit, Curb. We've got Luchy Vibes. He's been on the show before. He's back again sharing Ride the Wave, his career story, his journey, what he's got going on in the music industry and the community. Plus, he's sharing his latest song with us. So before we get into one of his songs that has millions of streams around the world, Ride the Wave, luchi Vibes, why don't you let everybody know a little bit about yourself and where they can follow you and your music.
4: Hey, love. Y'all know what it is, man. You're checking in with your boy Luchi Vibes on Beyond the Headlines with the beautiful Renee Washington on Fox Sports 96.9 FM, 1340 AM, on all streaming platforms. Make sure you tune in to my new single, Curb, playing on all platforms. Go get that. And you can follow me on all platforms, Luchi Vibes, L-U-C-H-I-E-V-I-B-E-Z-8. Love.
1: <laughs> name, <bro>. <laughs> hey, Cause she gon ride, <laughs> huh. ride. Ride, <laughs> ride away, she gon ride she gon ride it till these fucking wheels fall yeah. She gon uh, ride away, she gon ride, ride it, she, she, she gon ride it till these fucking wheels fall She gon ride away, she gon ride away, <laughs> she gon ride it, she gon ride away, she gon ride away. Fucking wheels for life. Uh, then my little mama always uh, on my mind. Uh, then my baby girl always making time. Uh, she with that dinner be that dessert on the side. She like the tease, I pull them oh, panties to oh, the side. She like to run, but she know that she can't hide. She always pow every time I gotta slide. She drop emojis when she see that I'm on live She drop her location, she never ever lie Then my other half, she won't never try I lay the rules and she always gonna buy She always keep it locked, always be mine A busy man, but she always get my shit. Cause she gon' ride away, she gon' ride She gon' ride it till these fuckin' wheels fall off She gon' ride away, she gon' ride it, she gonna ride it. She gon' ride it till he fucking wheels fall off. She gon' ride away. She gon' ride away. She gon' ride it. She gon' ride away. She gon' ride away. She gon' ride it. She gon' ride away. She gon' ride it. She gon' ride it till he fucking wheels fall off. She who I call when I be taking trips. If I get it right, she gon' be the miss. She gon' hold me down. She won't never flip. She grab my head when I'm grabbing on her hips on the neck, she biting on the lips. When them niggas try, she know what it is. She know when we do it, we gon' do it big. She waiting on the ring, plus some kids. She ready for a keep to the crib. She really taking this shit serious. She want it all, man. The last name period Who can do it better? No, I Cause she gon' ride, ride the She gon' ride it. She gon' ride it till he fucking with fall out she gon' ride away she gon' yeah. a- ride it till so th- Pro- out. he fucking wheels so follow um, She gon' ride away. away, she gon' oh, ride away, what, she gon' ride it, she gon' ride away, she gon' ride away, she gon' ride it, she gon' ride away She gon' ride it, she gon ride, ride it till he fucking wheels follow
0: everyone it is time for a quick social media break that's right i want you guys to make sure you are following beyond the headlines with renee washington on facebook twitter instagram and youtube hit that subscribe button be sure to also follow my personal pages at renee p wash on twitter and at renee p washington on facebook and instagram that way you can keep up to date with all the guests and topics each and every Wednesday right here on Fox Sports 96.9 FM 1340 AM iTunes Google Play and Spotify for every new episode of Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington I hope you followed like comment leave some feedback it's all welcome and I hope that you are enjoying the show so right now we're going to get back to it with our positive vibes only segment It is time for our Positive Vibes Only segment here on Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. And joining me from Atlanta, Georgia, ATL, we've got recording artist and owner of Grade A Entertainment, Lucci Vibes. We've had you on the show before, but now we get to chat and learn more about you. What's going on, Lucci?
4: What's going on? Appreciate y'all having me again. Definitely blessed to be here. Um, Definitely. I'm uh, grateful to be here. This a lot to talk about since the last time. You know, I appreciate y'all playing uh, my first single Ride the Wave on here. Yeah. Definitely a great response. But yeah, we definitely got some dope new music, new things we're working on.
0: For sure, for sure. And I've been seeing you mogul in the making is the title I keep seeing. Yes. I gotta ask. Definitely. Tell me more about that. Where you know, of course we're all always on our grind trying to level up, but mogul in the making, I love that title. I love that that phrase. For
4: you, I mean, you know, it just uh, it just explains me, you know, there's being a, a, a variety of, of of things, you know, from um, a recording artist to you know, executive producing to you know, my years of celebrity booking, you know, and managing clients and building companies, their brands. So, just basically providing everything, bringing everything to the table. So that's the mogul that i making, it's just doing everything that people told me in the past. It's too complicated, and mm-hmm. it's one person can't do. It. So, you know, that's what I want to display, and that's what that is. You know, one man, you know, yeah. has to do it all.
0: And I love that because you don't have to just be an artist, or you don't have to just be a CEO of a company like you have, Great A Entertainment. You are able to do so many different things, and they all can work together to build up your brand, your legacy of who you are as an as a all-around just professional. So right. we had your song Ride the Wave on the, on the show uh, back around Super Bowl, actually. it's way, mm. you know, back in a couple months ago. It seems like forever now. So I'm curious right. to know what has been the feedback from, Ride the, you know, from that song. And then we'll get into Curb in a moment. But talk us through, like, the, the amount of people and fans. And I see people posting videos dancing to your song and all that stuff. You know, it's, it seems incredible the way it's, it's taken off.
4: Yeah, it's, it's 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 been dope. Um I didn't know what to expect when I dropped right away. It was just like a test single, just to really test the market. So, you know, it's been it's been great. Um the record, you know, it's over a hundred thousand streams right now. Um, you know, the numbers going up. Um Pandora gave me my own station. Um, you know, so it it's uh it's picking up on the playlist. And, um, you know, it's only growing. The fan base has been growing. So the fans, you know, it's just, it's just growing. Um, so that's what gave me that confidence to know, like, okay, we all just some, And that's how we got to Curve, to drop Curve as the next single. It's to show them another side of Lucci vibes and, you know, just give them another energy going into the summer.
0: Yeah. What is, you talk about a different side of Lucci vibes. What is curb really, what are you trying to show with that song that's a little different from maybe your other music?
4: um you know you know my profession
0: you know I, you know I've always been
4: you know always on a serious side I always been a shark you know so you know they just you know how I've always been you know so I want to show people like you know I do have a fun side you know I am human you know I do turn up I have a good time so record is for anybody you know Riding around, you know, you just pull up on the curb, pop your, you know what I'm saying, you know, just have a good time. Stuff that people organically do every day when it's nice outside, you know, pull up, play your music, just, you know, just enjoying life. So it's pretty much, you know, that song, uh, you know, especially with what's going on with the pandemic, you know, just want to give people the energy, you know, just to turn up and have fun. So that's that's what I'm providing with this.
0: Yeah, I love that. And hopefully soon we'll be back to a time where we can just pull up on <laughs> Get Out, Go Everyone, Listen to Music, Have Fun. I actually have been asking everyone that comes on my show, and of course I jumped right into your music and skipped it, but what has your new normal been around the pandemic? You know, how has COVID-19 really changed things for you, if at all?
4: Um, I'm, I normally travel a lot, so just me sitting still, and one time zone has been's has been a test, but um you know, I just uh I'm spending my time with my kids. that's always dope um, and uh, you know one thing I can say, I'm well rested now, you know, <laughs> so i <laughs> got a lot of sleeping. um, so it's just a little slow motion, but um you know it just. You know, I've been trying to stay as busy as possible, so i still be in the studio. I'm still working on my craft, still, you know what I'm saying, going to the office and working. So, um, you know, it's just, it's not as a fast pace and it's not, you know, moving around, but, you know, still going, still going, you know.
0: Yeah, I feel that. It's definitely slowed down, that's for sure. And it's like, now we have more time we can sleep in occasionally. I know, like, that, the days are overlapping. I never know what day of the week it is. I never know what time yeah. it is. It's just, it's a, and then now the weather is so beautiful that it's, it makes it even harder because it's hard to stay stay inside and not want to be out with people and, right. you know, stuff like that. But I think it's a great time for music. You know, that's something that we've been seeing across, like, IG Lives and people, like, what, whether it's quarantine radio or DJ D Nice or like how you're dropping music, this is a great time because people are looking for something fun, something to really, you know, get them through this time. So I feel like you're All going right. even harder now with promoting your music. Oh, that's yeah. The that's that's the vibes I'm getting.
4: <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, I'm definitely feeding the fans and feeding the people. You know, right now it's a lot of downtime. So just want to give the people good music. You know, you know, more more to look at. So, you know, that's the positive thing about now. You know, people had time to really sit and look at things that they probably would have been too busy to check out on their regular day-to-day schedule. So, that's you know, been dope.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I feel with every artist or any personality that is really out in in the public, you know, you have a a brand and an image that you try to portray to other people. You know, like your your look of who you are so that people know, you know, this is what you're all about. What is Luchi mm. vibes? What are you all about? Who do you try to put out to the public so that they know every time that they're, they're listening to your music or seeing your artist or whatever it is that they're doing that's around you, they know what to expect that it's it's coming from you.
4: I mean, what people just have to realize with me, is, you know, I'm just going to always be me. So everything I talk about and do you know, is a reflection of me, and when I step out, you know, it's the same way I carry myself a certain way, um, same way I talk about certain things, my topics and music. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just, it's just me opening up. Like one thing about it in this business, I've been around this business for a while and been a part of situations on the professional side. But, you know, when it's professionally, your feelings and personal is not involved at all. So it's like nobody really knows you. Just, you're just closing the deal. So, you know, with my artistry as an artist, you know, as Luchi vibes, um, you know, I just want to illustrate and, and just paint that picture of who I am to people. So, you know, it's just really me getting, getting stepping out my shell and um, just really uh, teaching the world about me. You know how I move. You know, mm-hmm. like um, for those who who, who ever wonder, You know, and you know, I know I'm not I'm not the only one. You know, so I want to you know tap into it and inspire those individuals like that. That's very private and sheltered. You know, what I'm saying but very creative. That's you know, what I'm saying show them that they're able to display. You know their art. You feel me? And, right. But and still don't have to feel like you have to force yourself to fit in to other crowds to do it. Like, they create this image to where, like, in order to get in this business, you have to deal with these people. You Mm -hmm. have to sit at the table with these. And that's what I wanted to change their barrier. Like, this ain't love and hip-hop. Like, (laughs) if I don't like you, I'm not finna be at no party or event with you. Like, it makes no sense. You know? So, like, I just wanna, you know, you know, just bring the realness back. So one thing about it is, like, it's no script around me. So that's what I want to bring to the table and, and show the people about me. That's Lucci vibes, this real cut. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I love Straight that because we do see that so much. I mean, I feel like because partly you live living in a social media heavy... Era, everybody's all about like that—that that fake image you're seeing. It ain't always real. Yeah. It's scripted. It's like it's everything is um, set up to put yourself out in a way that maybe it really isn't you. But you know, you're trying to bring that yeah. realness with everything that you're putting forward. You know. So I gotta ask yeah. though, because I—I've been thinking this from the first moment I came across your music and the first when I had you back on the show before. Where do Lucci vibes come from?
4: Lucci vibes. Uh, it's a two-part story. Uh, Lucci. Uh, it's been my name ever since I was younger, since a kid. I, I was, you know, um, you know, I've always had a, a crazy drive about myself, a, a, a crazy hustle. So no matter where, you know, I had a job, I was cutting grass or whatever. I was just always hustling. So you know, old heads used to call me, you know, young money, young Lucci, and stuff like that. And Lucci just stuck to me. You know, I really like. You know, I was like, you know, that, that that's me right there. It just felt perfect, you know. So, you know, around like 11, 12, you know, I just, everybody started calling me Lucci. That was always just my, my name. Because um, I was never personal with people. So, it was like, you're going to know Lucci. You're not going to know a government name and all that. So, and then as I, you know, grown in the business, um, and once I started back focusing on my artistry, um, I added vibes to it to really, you know, so, like, when I'm on a record, when I'm involved with a project, like, I'm bringing a whole different aura, energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a whole vibe. It's like, you know, like, my presence to, to a project, you know what I'm saying, to a creative project, you know what I'm saying, is a whole different vibe. So that's why, you know, I added vibes to it. To really
0: I like that, that
4: though.
0: picture. I like that. I like that. That's that makes sense. So, you know, last last couple of things. What's what's really next for you? You know, you got your you got curve out. Of course, you've got ride the wave that's already been out, but what's really next for you that we can expect from Luchi Vibes?
4: Uh a whole lot. Uh just a lot of self investment. Like the thing about it is like I want to show that it's a it's is some smart businessmen still around, you know, um, young businessmen. And that's what I want to show with my success and with my access and with my revenue. I want to be able to invest into things that's going to open doors for others. I want to be able to give back. I want to be able to make a difference instead of just creating content that people try to live up to. Like mm-hmm. I don't wanna post Ferraris and Bentleys and make people in the ghetto feel like, damn, I gotta sell dope yeah. so I can have that band she got. Like I wanna create a nonprofit organization to give them boys on the corner selling bottles of water, you know what I'm saying, opportunity to do something else to get them paid hourly instead. You feel I me? Mean? Like so that's what's next. You know, I want to create a clothing line that creates job opportunities for, you know, individuals that, you know, young hard workers. You know what I'm saying? Like my business is is to educate. So that's why I created greater entertainment and OTM production because it's a lot of people that's aspiring to do things and they just need to educate themselves first. So the best way to educate yourself is already working for that company that you already want to be a part of. Like that's how I started. I was a assistant executive assistant, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? turn doing different things before. I was at A and R before. I was an agent. You know, I was running around picking people up and grabbing pizza and stuff. So it's like, but I learned everything by being the driver. You know what I'm saying? So. That's that's the main thing um, that'll help a lot of people in this business, you know. Just being on set, just being a part of things. So I just want to create, you know, content and visual and opportunities for people to really learn it, you know. And I'm me being from where I'm from, like I'm from the streets. I'm from Glenwood, you know what I'm saying? And I'm from the K to Georgia. So it's, it's like I'm from I'm from a rough part. So I can't communicate and get through to a whole different. You know what I'm saying? Walk a life that certain right. people can. You know what I'm saying? People gonna listen to me before they listen to Trump. You know what I'm saying? Those it's a certain. You know, so yep. it's like you gotta have people to be able to break through to you know what I'm saying? Um, that environment, and I feel like coming from it, like I can deliver that type of positivity to it.
0: And that's what we need. I mean, that's what that's. What so many people have to continue to do as you're growing, as you're leveling up to find ways to pull people up with you. You know, it's one thing for you to be successful, but it's another thing to be successful and help others be able to make something out of, you know, whether as you talk about having a a job, having opportunities, uh, whether it's being involved in music or a clothing line. By the way, that hoodie that you're wearing is fresh. I don't know who's that is or who made that. But when you said clothing line, line, I was already thinking like, whatever that hoodie that you're wearing is, that's, I would okay, buy that. So if that it. has <laughs> anything to do with <laughs> I, uh,
3: <laughs>
0: I don't know whose it is. I don't know if you made it. I don't know what, where I came from, but you're, I can see from your style clothing line is probably in your future. But, um, and anyways, like, there are opportunities for people out there. You know, there are, there, there should be role models for people that, You came from, you didn't come from Bentleys and Ben's and and that lifestyle, but you're you're aspiring and you're working and you're getting there. Well, you probably, you're already there, Um, (laughs) but (laughs) let's be honest, but other people need to realize there's many ways you can get there through their own hustle. Like you had your hustle. There's ways people can figure out their own hustle, their own grind to get there. So where can people follow, continue to follow you, your music? All As you're growing a nonprofit, now's a great time to do it during the pandemic, just saying. Um, but as you're continuing to grow and expand yourself as an artist, as a businessman, producer, where can people follow?
4: Um, it's Luchi Vibes on everything. You know, Luchi, L-U-C-H-I-E. You know, it's spelled different from all the other Luchis. You know, Vibes, V-I-B-E-Z. You know, don't forget that Z at the end. You know, so Luchi Vibes, follow me i g twitter facebook whatever it is my music is on all platforms itunes spotify title whatever you listen to you know go get ride the wave go get curb you know it's available everywhere um my debut album will be dropping november 21st this year you know it's a a special date for me that's my late brother's birthday so i wanted to drop it on his birthday to really honor the inspiration you know what i'm saying he's a big part of why i do what i do you know what i'm saying so you know i definitely want to drop that project on that date this year so look forward to that and you know we got we got
2: ah you're back
4: people, call, people <laughs> calling me my bad we got we got um plenty you know plenty uh plenty music on the way um I got a compilation project that we're dropping later this year. Um, the first project off my new company, OTM Productions, um, featuring me. We got my clients like Callie Cass and Team Twin going to be featuring on it. So we're going to do a compilation project that's going to be dropping later this year. You know, a couple more singles on the way. So um, just look forward to that. I'm going to definitely be flooding, flooding the world with new music. So, just keep up with Luchi vibes, YouTube, everything we got the clothing line, the YouTube series, the documentary, just everything on the way. so stay tuned.
0: I hope y'all got all that. You are working out here. <laughs> you are a busy man <laughs> and as, right. and clearly people are tracking you know working to to keep up with you that's awesome i mean this is just this is all really the beginning mogul for a true mogul in the making uh that's awesome to hear that you have your album dropping on and even on such a special day. For you and your family, and all the music that you're doing, and collaborations, and things like that, to continue to grow your brand. So I'm happy that you took some time to be on the show because one, you know, you are you're definitely doing big things. So I appreciate you stopping by to be on Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. Y'all give him a follow on all that YouTube, IG, everywhere to keep up with Lucci vibes and all he's got going on. So thank you so much, Lucci. You're the best. Appreciate you.
4: Appreciate you. You know I love the. Appreciate the love, you know. Definitely do this again.
0: For sure, for sure. We'll keep up with you and we'll keep, you know, following you on your on your career and journey. So uh we can always say, Remember when we had Luchi vibes here on the show.
4: <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Mark this date you're saying.
0: Yes. <laughs> May May
4: fourth. Let's mark it. Definitely.
0: Oh man, yes. All right. Well, look, all the best to you. Stay safe during this pandemic. And I look forward to keeping up with you in the future. All right, you too. It's been a pleasure. You are tuned in to Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to follow the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Fox Sports 96.9 FM, 1340 AM, for a new episode every Wednesday starting at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Back to the show. I hope you guys have enjoyed episode 40 of beyond the headlines with Renee Washington, a big milestone, the big four zero. I also hope you had a great mother's day weekend celebrating the Queens in your life, your mother, grandmother, wife, the future moms, like myself, very far in the future. Of course, as we had a chance to celebrate the incredible women in our lives. Now, This week on the show, you had the chance to hear from Kelsey Nelson, a great friend and colleague of mine, the host of Listen In with KNN, also on Fox Sports. As she got into her list and, and the players and athletes she felt have made the biggest impact in sports, in society, in our world. I'm curious to know if there are any names we didn't touch on that you think should have made the list. Of course, we couldn't get through everybody, but... Let me know who you think should have been on the list. And then we heard from MJ McFarlane, the former NFL player, now a realtor working with Moreland Properties. The New York native was talking about how his football career through the University of Texas in Austin, playing in the NFL, all of that worked to help him find his passion for finances, his purpose in real estate, and helping to educate others and inspire the next generation. And then we had in our Positive Vibes Only segment, Luchi Vibes. He shared his song, Ride the Wave. He shared what he is doing in his career and how he's continuing to elevate and grow to now help others and extend a hand to help others in their careers and their journeys. So before we get into Luchi Vibes' last song for the show, Curb, I do want to remind you guys that you can join us each and every Wednesday right here on Fox Sports 96.9 FM, 1340 AM. We're on your streaming platforms like iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. So if you haven't subscribed yet, which I don't know why you would not have, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, leave some feedbacks, a comment, a review. And also be sure to follow the show on all social media. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I am on all social media as well at Renee P. Wash on Twitter, at Renee P Washington on Instagram and Facebook. So of course, every Wednesday you can join me. Live on Instagram at Renee P. Washington starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm on IG Live from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern, and you can join the conversation. You can comment, leave questions, feedback. It's just a chance for us to get to chat a little bit more and extend this conversation we had in the show to Instagram. So I hope to have you guys join me on IG Live every single Wednesday starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. But look, I hope you also have a great week. It's another day, another opportunity to grind, to get after it. I'm looking forward to seeing what everybody's doing as we get out of this pandemic, whenever that may happen, to, prepare, to set themselves up. So they've been preparing, but now how are you setting yourself up to step out from this pandemic ready to go, all right? So look, it is time to go. That's right. We've got Luchi Vibes from Atlanta. Hopefully you're following him and all of our guests from this week on social media to keep up with their incredible careers. Luchi Vibes. Like I said before, there's a reason this artist has thousands of streams across platforms on his music. It's a name you don't want to forget with his song Curb to close down the show. So have a great rest of your week, guys. I look forward to seeing you right back here on Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington on Fox Sports 96.9 FM, 1340 AM, and your streaming platforms like iTunes and Spotify next week for episode 41. Lucci Vibes Curb, take it away.
3: Start,
1: start, 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 the start, up, that shit on the curb. start, on curve. Pull up, park on the curb. Pull up. Park that shit 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 on the curb. I pull up. Park my shit on the curb. I pull up. Park my shit on the curb. Pull up. Hit my rim on the curb. Drop the gorilla goddamn just swerve. Twelve foot lover, nigga, don't say a word. Back in the trunk, probably cut burst. We gon' keep the shit just quiet. quiet. Long they don't hit them sirens. Uh, Cause it's gon' be a damn ride. Lord. Pull up, bump at my shit. shit. Uh, she like how I get this. Uh, I said, come to the show. Uh. Uh. She said, put me on the list. Uh. Uh. I said, friends bring folk. Uh. Matter of <laughs> fact, Shadi bring mo. Hey, you gon' have to Damn, bruh. i just pop my shit. Back to the money, back to the money. Mm. Look, I don't need a day off. Oh. But I make a whole lot, so you quit your day job I'm only in town for a week, come with me when I take off Wish I could stay and pop my shit, but look how the money call pull up, pop that shit on the curb 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 I pull up, pop that shit on the curb I pull up, my shit on the curb. Pull up, park that 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 shit on the curb. I pull up, park my shit on the curb. I pull up, park my shit on the curb. Pull up, park my shit on the curb. Pull up, pop my shit like bird. Pull up, I ain't even gotta say a word. All the niggas gotta do is stir. Lucy gon' have a trip. I talk about all the bad vixes. Me on the Instagram pic, pic. Yeah. but I take her to eat that crystal. Corn. I ain't got tripping shit. No, I ain't got read no script. Huh. I'ma get all her attention. Yeah. No, she ain't gonna make me wait. No, no. pull up, pop my shit. shit. Uh. all I need is one take. Huh. then she gonna give me a number uh. and I invite to a place. Yeah, I'll pop that shit on the curb. Pull up, pop that shit on the curb. Pull up, pop that shit on the curb. Skr. 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 Pull up, pop that shit on the curb. Skrr, scratch. I pull up, pop that shit on the curb. Skrr. I Pull up park my shit on the curb Pull up park that 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 shit on the curb Skrrt I pull up park my shit on the curb I pull up park my shit on the curb Pull up park that 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 shit on the curb only on beyond the headlines, this is beyond the headlines. <laughs> Only on beyond the headlines, this is beyond the headlines. <laughs> Only on beyond the headlines, this is beyond the headlines. We're Renee watch.